Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I am over the moon today because you guys get to hear from the absolutely incredible Natalie Mitchell. She is my friend first and foremost. I love and adore her. And a close second to that, she is my inspiration for not only all the things she does with her kids and being an absolutely incredible mom, dynamic Christian. We have done lots of fun Bible studies together and share our faith. But additionally, she is an epic runner. You guys, she is a legend, I got to tell you. She is going to share with us right now all of the cool things that she has been a part of. Well, all, all might take all day, but she's going to share several things that she's working on these days in the running world and tell us a little bit about her and her family as well. So Natalie, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this with me today. Paige, oh my gosh. I am so happy to be here. I mean, it's funny. We were talking earlier before we hit record about your vision for this podcast a year and a half ago. And we were talking and I was saying, you have to do it. You have to do it. You'd be so perfect. And now here we are and I'm on your show and I'm just honored to be here. So thank you so much for having me. Uh, my sweet friend who I love so much. And yeah, we've had some really fun times together with some great Bible studies and just talking about our kids. So anyway, well, I just want to thank you for having me. I'll tell you a little bit about me and my running journey and 
mom stuff and then we can just just chat away forever, I guess. <laughs> yes, please. But, I'm fine with let's, that. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. So, well, I'm Natalie Mitchell. I am a marathoner. I have a huge passion for running. I am a 12-time marathoner. I have a PR of 305 in the marathon, and I'm just working really hard right now to get faster and I have some pretty big goals that I want to accomplish in this sport. And I've been running for a really long time. I've been running since I was a kid. I was, you know, the seven-year-old kid who had a mom and a dad who were super passionate about running. And they didn't take it to the level where I've taken it. They didn't formally do marathons or run in school, but they just loved to run and move their body. And so they showed that to me and we would go on runs together. I grew up in Ohio around a great trail and park system. And so I would just follow after them. And that's how I got started with my love for the sport. And then I went on to run cross country and track in high school. A funny quick story about that was so grew up in Ohio. So, you know, I'm, I'm in Ohio, I'm going to, to high school and I love to run, but I thought I really want to run fast, right? I want to be a sprinter. And I thought that's what I really wanted to do. And it quickly became apparent that that was not my strength. And thank goodness, thank the Lord that my coach brought me aside and said, Hey, you know, I was thinking maybe would you have any interest in trying cross country? And I thought, what? Cross country? This is so crazy. And long story short, it was exactly what I needed. And it was a perfect fit for me. And I quickly fell in love with it and, and with the whole uh, sport of long distance running. So yes, I went on to run in high school. And then in the middle of high school, we moved to California. I finished out my running career, high school career here in California, ran cross country and track, and then went on to UC Santa Barbara and ran cross country and track at Santa Barbara. That was wonderful. I met so many great people. I mean, in high school and college, I mean, some of my closest friends today I've met because of the sport of running. I'm just, I just love everything about it. So then after college, I decided, well, I had always said at some point in my life, I wanted to run a marathon. It's kind of like, you can't be a long distance runner. I mean, I guess you can, but for me, that was like this big bucket list item that I wanted to check off. Maybe a year or two after I graduated college, I decided to run a marathon. And so I ran a marathon. I, I didn't really know a lot about the training, but I knew I wanted to do it. And it was kind of a painful experience. I finished and I'm like, okay, you know what? That wasn't the best experience. I know I can do this better. I can find a better way to train. And, and so I did. And, and now, you know, here we are 12 marathons later and gosh, Let's see, I've run two Boston marathons and I've qualified for the Boston marathon before I actually ran the race, but never could make it to the actual race. So it made it kind of even sweeter because when we did go, I was able to take my kids with me and it was just turned into this whole family affair. So yeah, so I've done that. And then my most recent, like kind of now for me, like a kind of a big audacious goal that I have is I really want to qualify for the Olympic trials in the marathon which I can't even believe I'm saying that out loud. I mean, I just have honestly in the last couple of months gotten comfortable with saying those words out loud. And it had been kind of like this little seed that was planted in my mind a while ago. And I kind of didn't even know how to navigate 
those thoughts and whether that was even possible for me and if I could even achieve something that I thought was such a huge and still think is a huge goal. And finally, last fall, my husband Gerald was like, look, if you're going to do it and you have this passion for it, you got to go for it. And uh, and I'll support you in any way that I that I can. And he did, and it was great because it was all it was there. You know, the seed was planted, and it was there. I just needed a little bit of a nudge to say, "Go do it." And so last fall, I just started training to qualify for the standard to make it to the Olympic trials, and then I ended up failing pretty miserably. <laughs> No way. I, I, don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> well, and there, I guess there is no fail. I mean, and it, the, the wonderful thing about it is that in life, we have these amazing pie in the sky goals. And sometimes we say, you know what? I don't even think I can, I can do that. And we put it to the side. And sometimes we dare to dream and say, why not me? Why can't mm-hmm. I do that? And that's Amen. kind of, I got to that point and I'm like, why not me? And so anyway, I had a really bad race day. I, my body was just completely off. The, this was the race that I just ran in January. I ran the Houston marathon. It was mm-hmm. literally the last day to get a qualifying time to make it to the Olympic trials, which was at the end of February. And so it was kind of like a last ditch effort to get this qualifying time. And I was ready. I mean, I had put in the work and, and I, and my coach was like, you are ready. And mentally I felt ready, but it just didn't come together for me um, on that day. But you know what? That is okay because I am still going for this goal and it's, you know, for the next Olympic cycle, which will be 2024, that's definitely my goal to make it to the Olympic trials and the marathon. So I'm saying it out loud right now. So now it's going to happen. Okay, everybody. Did you hear that? This is who we are watching in the Olympics, Natalie Mitchell. I have goosebumps all over. I'm so excited for you. I have been following this journey and I've been following your journey as a non-runner and you flipping inspire me. I can't even handle it sometimes. I get so excited and there have been moments too. I mean, lately we've been quarantining and I haven't gotten to drive the kids back and forth to school for carpool like I normally do, but I have actually seen you sometimes going back and forth, whether it's been taking the kids or picking them up from carpool. If I had to go at an earlier time in the day or uh, because I had my Duke, my little who had a bit of a different time schedule. So sometimes I would see you on off times or I'd be going back and forth between a client's house or something. And I would see you running and I would always get so excited because I'd be like, there's Natalie, there's my girl. And then I'd be like, oh wait, no, she's probably training for another marathon. I got to hang back. I'm not going to honk my horn. I'm not going to wave outside and yell like a crazy person, which is that's so me. That's so totally what I would do. I'm the girl who thinks that they know somebody and rolls down the window and is like, Hey girl. And then you realize that that's not your friend that you thought it was. And then you're like, let's just strike up a conversation anyway. How are you doing? That's me. Uh, but that's why I love you. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) but wait, hold on. I do want to say something though, because I think you, I think you know this, but I want to make sure that we talk about this. So, okay. I'm not trying to make it to the Olympics because I'm not going to make it to the Olympics. I so, mean, not to say that because I can't, you know, dream high the sky, but I mean, those days are, are over. But to make it to this particular race, the Olympic trials, where then the top three women make it to the Olympics, which will not be me, but just to make it to that race, that for me is my own personal Olympics. And yes. that 
is thank you thank you for setting that straight i do feel like i knew that and i got (laughs) so hyped up that i said the olympics but i do know what you're talking about i do know this and to be perfectly honest i think it's just equally epic in my mind so I, i this is so incredible and i have to tell you that I'm going to say this on behalf of probably some of the mamas who are listening, who are just trying to juggle all the things, right? We are in this whole quarantining thing together right now, as they say, we're in this together. But I have to tell you that this podcast that we did talk about a year and a half ago that I was like, oh, talk about my pie in the sky. The fact that uh, this is even happening feels super surreal still to me. And it just lights me up and makes me so excited that I can talk about organizing on a platform and can have some of my besties come on and share their amazing stories. But I feel like if we had not talked about this forever ago, then it wouldn't have really happened. So the fact that you are putting this out there, I think that a lot of moms listening, maybe I hope from this episode for sure, and you're going to hear some more awesome nuggets soon. We'll take this and just, just throw out a dream, just say it out loud. And I always say, anytime you can write it down. So whether that means journaling it, putting it on a to-do list in my world of organizing, a lot of times it comes across as a to-do list, but just writing it down really makes it real and actionable. It's something that you can actually focus on. And then it, what maybe starts out as a pipe dream and you start making progress forward motion to getting this to happen. and. I would love for you quickly to share with me and the listeners, because I know about this, <laughs> but they need to know, how has this impacted your life with your family too? Because what I would love for you to share with us so much today is how we can get physically active with our kids, how we can start running. I am not a runner and I need your help with this and I need you, the expert on it, to tell me what that could look like in my life when I'm not trying to qualify for anything of this nature, but I just, I want to move my body. I want to get out with the kids. I want to be in nature. I I want to do that. I'm not great at it and you're great at it. So tell me about your kids. Tell me how you're doing this in your life and just, yeah, go, just tell me all the good stuff. I need to know how to do this, Natalie. Oh my gosh, Paige. You know, the wonderful thing about the sport of running and specifically long distance running is that anybody can do it. If you have the desire and the will to do it, to step outside your door and go for a run, you can. It's the easiest, I think, one of the easiest sports to, to actually enter into. I mean, running itself can is not easy, and especially in the beginning when you're getting used to it. But it's one of the easiest sports to enter into because all you need is a good pair of running shoes. And if you're a woman, you need a bra, (laughs) a good running bra. And once you have those two things, everything else is just extra. And of course the running world now has grown so much that there's all these amazing brands and all these, you know, wonderful brands that are, are, you know, showing runners what they can um, have in their life to enhance their running. But you know, really at the genesis of it all, all you need is a good pair of running shoes. And if you're a woman, you need a running bra. But anyway, so I have three amazing kids. 
Yes, but I just have to chime in too real quick. And we were joking right before this because we are quarantining as we are do- doing this episode. I joked, with, she was like, hey, look, I blew, I blew my hair dry for you today. And I was like, girl, I put a bra on for you. This is love, okay? <laughs> well, it's so funny because you're like, okay, let's record this episode and I'm going to take snippets that we're going to do it on Zoom. And I'm like, oh, wait, so that mean like you're going to see me? Because I'm like, I usually just have a hat on and my running clothes on. And then you're like, I might take snippets of it to put on YouTube. And I was like, oh, I guess I better blow dry my hair today. (laughs) So Paige, you are so special, my friend. I blow dried my hair for you. I feel so special. I I appreciate it. And (laughs) you are looking gorgeous. Like we're going to have to, I mean, the fact is we were laughing because my roots are the death of me right now because we can't get to hair salons. So I'm going to need you to teach me how to do that later. But anyway, tell me about your beautiful kids and how this, I totally interrupted you because I was just dying laughing over the bra <laughs> comment. It's true. We got to have that. Got to have the good shoes and we got to have the good bra. We're going to make That's this happen. Right. But right. tell me about your kids and then, and then we'll get to the part about how you're going to somehow turn me into a runner. This should be interesting. I'm, this is going to be great. <laughs> this is going to be my mission to turn you into a runner. Um, okay. 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 I have three kids. I have a son who is 13 years old, if you can believe that. He just turned 13 years old. And I was like, how in the world did this possibly happen? Mm -hmm. I feel like I just was holding him in my arms, trying to figure out how to breastfeed, Mm -hmm. you know? And now he's 13. And he's just finishing up seventh grade, going into eighth grade next year. It's mind blowing. But anyway, I have a son is 13. I have a daughter who's nine, going to be 10 in a month. And they were like, mom, you know, in a month, you're going to have two double digit kids. And I'm like, stop, don't say that. I can't even process that. And then I have my baby, which I know is not a baby, but she, she will always be my baby. And she's seven. And and I have two daughters and a son. So anyway, they keep me busy. Of course, everyone is busy. I know all the moms listening are busy with like their kids home with them 24 seven. We're trying to work from home and homeschool and cook and clean and entertain and all of these things. And it's so crazy. And so I just wanted to come and talk to you guys about how you can make running a part of your life and how it can be this freeing experience for you. And it can be your own personal therapy and it can get you to move your body. It can make you feel good. And it, before you know it, you'll be wanting to set your own personal goals. You'll have your kids with you and they're going to be active because now you, not only are you all the things that I just said, you're also a PE teacher. Am I not right? Oh my gosh. That's, PE teacher. Yes, that is so true. And honestly today, Natalie, I was like, I just had several things that I needed to kind of check off my mental list that I had running. And I decided that today PE counted as me hitting a balloon Duke found in my party drawer, party supply drawer. He found some old balloons that we had. So we blew those up and we were just hitting this thing and trying to keep it off the ground. Anything you can do to keep them quiet while the other kids on the zoom call with the teacher. And I do have to say that today that was the PE. I was like, we're moving our body. And then we did. And Natalie and I were joking about this before we got on the call about how scooters, our kids are all about scooters right now. So I was telling Natalie that I being not the runner that I am, the way that you get this mama to run is you have the kids on the scooters who are taken off and you see them about to round the corner and you just start booking it to try and get to them fast to make sure that like the five-year-old's not going to go off the curb. Oh my gosh. Weren't we like cracking up? Because when you said that, my eyes got so wide and I was like, 
I'm so glad it's not me. Like my kids are literally obsessed with scootering right now. Like mm-hmm. it's like this like nightly thing for some reason. I don't know. It happens in the evening, like before or after dinner, depending on how, how much I have my act together with dinner, mm-hmm. but they have to scooter. They are just like fanatical about it. And so I don't know. I mean, if I, if I can't get them to run with me, they will for sure scooter. But anyway, let me tell you guys, let me tell you yes. about how we can get you, Paige, my sweet friend, oh, running and, and how we can get your, your kids running and your husband and we can make it a whole family affair and it's going to be all wonderful. <laughs> Yay. Let's do uh, okay. it. I'm ready. Right. I'm ready. All right. You're ready? Okay. Yes. So first of all, my one piece of advice would be to make it fun for your kids. I mean, we're at that point right now where if it's not fun, they're not going to want to do it. They're missing their friends. There's not a lot going on right now. They're at home on Zoom calls all day, like we were saying. They want to have fun. So we got to make it fun for them. I would say no pressure. You know, let's go outside in nature. Let's have fun. Let's move our bodies. Mom or dad is going to be with you. And buy them some fun new running shoes. That would be my Mm -hmm. other piece of advice. I mean, everybody likes new shoes, right? Hey, so, um, listen, it's called right? everything with style. My business is everything with style. I, I love a new shoe. Give me well, new I shoe. love new <laughs> shoes. And when I, and, and I, you know, get new shoes in the mail, like pretty often. And the kids are like, oh my gosh, mom, I can't believe you got another new pair of running shoes. And so then when we go shopping for them, they get so excited. And now, oh my gosh, I have to say this. Yes. So now my daughter, who's mine is so tall, which she doesn't get her height from me. She gets it from Gerald. She and my son can now wear my running shoes. They are the same exact size. Yes, as oh, I am. Why? So they literally go through, because I have all these running shoes. And so they go through and they take all, like if I only put, you know, a little bit of mileage on some shoes, they're still good shoes mm-hmm. and they take them. So it's really funny. So I would say buy some new running shoes. And my other piece of advice would be smile and talk to your kids a lot while you're running, while you're actually in the motion of running. Because let me tell you something, especially the little ones and especially the kids that are not used to it and that they're going to get tired, you know, and, but if they see that you're happy and that you're excited and that even if they're not talking that you're cracking a joke or you're saying, oh my gosh, look at how beautiful the sunset is tonight or look at that blue jay over there, they're going to pay attention and they're going to eventually get excited too. I would also say, don't be afraid to walk you know, walking is going to be a part of the process. Like you're not going to just run out the gate and start running all these miles with your kids. It's going to be a process of like, let's just run in the neighborhood. And if we get tired or if they get tired, they're going to want to walk and you have to honor that and just not even blink about it. We don't want to make them feel bad about it. Let's walk, let's enjoy it. And that goes back to, again, huge encouragement. I would just really encourage your kids. You're doing a great job. I'm so proud of you right now. Like you're moving your body. You're actually a runner. You are running. They're going to start beaming and they're going to be like, yeah, I am doing it. And it's just going to be a really sweet moment for you and your kids and that bonding together outside in nature. And it's, I love it. I would also say that if you have more than one kid, you know, as we know, children have different types of personalities and there could be some kids that are super competitive and some kids that are just not, I would really say, don't make this running thing competitive. Just get out there and have a good time. And if there's one kid, you know, I'm also a running coach. And so I've been coaching a lot of children in the last year or so. And I noticed one thing about it, like I had these two little girls that I was coaching and they wanted to do the running session together. And one of them was really competitive. 
at a young age and the other one wasn't. And so it was my job to be like, hey, we are just going to have fun. Yeah, let's do some fun little races and running around together. But it's not about like who can beat the other one and we don't want to make anyone feel bad. And especially at such a young age, you just really want to foster like teamwork and just having fun. So that I would definitely say, I would also say, don't push them. If they want to stop, stop. Because one thing is, is that you want them to come back for more. You want them to be excited and be like, hey, mom, can we go running again tomorrow? Or if you suggest, can we go running again tomorrow that they want to do it? Not, oh, I really don't want to do that because that stunk the last time we went running. Like I just got overtired and no one wanted to stop with me. So definitely that. And then just know that baby steps. One mile right now is a huge deal. Going for a one mile run is a big deal. And especially too for the, you know, for parents out there that may not be very active in the sport of running a mile for the whole family is a big deal. Maybe you, you definitely have to work up to that. Maybe you just run a quarter of a mile, which is, you know, down the street. And that is a big deal. And just celebrate those wins together as a family. I would also really highly encourage you, even though I've been saying this, to just walk out the door and start running. I would highly encourage you not to just start, not to just walk <laughs> out the door and start running um, for so many reasons, but mostly for injury prevention. It's really important to incorporate a good dynamic stretching routine for your family. And I know when you have kids, they get antsy. They just want to get going. I know my kids are like, come on, come on, come on. We want to get going. I mean, they're so conditioned to, to doing it now because that's, what we do, but for people that are not used to it, just get your body warmed up before you actually start running, which can be super easy, literally just skipping, just traditional skipping like the kids would do on a playground. Add in some B skipping, which is skip and then um, push your foot out in front of you, your leg out in front of you. That's called B skips. Do some high knees and some butt kicks. And there's many other things I could tell you to do, but I think if you do those just basic things, you get your body warmed up and then you're ready to go. And it's also going to help you guys in the long run. So another thing that I would say is take advantage of your trail and park systems, especially right now when we're stuck in the house so much and we don't have PE, we don't have playground time. And a lot of times kids are like having way too much screen time, whether it's being on Zoom because they have to or playing a video game or being on a, you know, having a movie time. I think it's so important to just take advantage of your trail and park system. So I know for us, we live in Los Angeles on the west side of the city. We have a beautiful selection of trails that we can choose from. You know, for my family, we love it. We, we always go on the trails. And one of the reasons, and of course, if you live anywhere in the country, you're going to have trails available to you, whether you just have to, whether you're going to walk outside and have the trails or you get in the car and it takes a little bit of a, just a tiny bit of a car drive. It's so worth it because feeling that sense of dirt underneath your feet. There's nothing like it and trees all around you, blue skies and sun shining. And even if it's foggy, there's just so many different positive ways to look at it. And then you're in the middle of God's nature. That right there is going to get everybody excited. You're in a whole new environment and the kids are going to want to run. They want to run anyway, because that's just part of who they are. Other little quick little things that are so helpful for families that sometimes we forget, just be sure to hydrate, you know, your kids so they're not thirsty, especially as we're getting into the summer months and make sure they have plenty of water before the run and then go to the bathroom so that you're not on the run and they're like, oh, mom, 
I have to go to the bathroom. We all know how that is, you know, and then giving them a good amount of fluids afterwards. I know a lot of times families, you know, we come back from exercising and everyone's tired and wants to eat and we just kind of flop down and, and that's it. But it's important to do a little bit of a cool down stretch to kind of loosen up the body and, and stretch it out a little bit afterwards and follow it up with some good hydration and some good fluids after that, which will make you feel much better the next day, which will make you want to go running again. And then I just wanted to touch on, I know this is an organization podcast. Oh, my hey, friend. tell me, and tell you me. Like, and you like, you know, all those things. And I admire you so much. And I need you to come to my house and help me. And I've been saying that and like, we're going to make it happen. Done. Because honestly, Done. like organization <laughs> is a lifesaver. It just helps. And well, I mean, that's for you to talk about. You're the expert, but just from the little bit that I know, it's, a, it just changes people's lives. But in terms of running and organizing yourself so that it's easy to get your kids out the door. So you've gone to the bathroom or you've hydrated them. You've gone to the bathroom. The next thing is I would just for in our, in our family, we have our shoes lined up in our garage. We usually go out our garage and start running, but I would have them like, you know, organized in a way so that, cause that's the number one thing for kids. Where's my other shoe or, oh yes. my gosh, my shoes, right? <laughs> Told, it's always the shoes. Like, <laughs> it's how, always the shoes. It's always, how many minutes do you need to get those shoes on? <laughs> get the shoes. I'm like, no matter how much we talk about it. And I know you're in the same yeah. boat cause your kids are little. How yep. old are your kids? Paige, how hey, old are your kids? I have an almost double digit or two. I think they're a grade apart. So my Isabel is nine and my Duke is five. So my kids yeah. are right behind yours. They're right behind. And then and Isabel and Megan are the same age. They are. I think they're just because Isabel is in third grade and isn't Megan in fourth? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We decided to hold them back a, a year later so that they would oh. have that extra years growth. Does that make sense? I, I taught kindergarten right. for 10 years. And what I saw over and over again was kids, if they had that birthday that was right around the start of school, if you could hold them back, even if they were incredibly smart and were ready, that still, my mom brain thinks ahead to the future of like, driving a car, dating, you know, different things like this that I just, yeah. I love that extra year of growth, of maturity. And then also certainly, you know, if you got my, my little Duke's got energizer bunny kind of energy. And so just giving him that extra year to chill and hang in preschool and TK was so nice before he's going to start kindergarten in the fall. Hopefully, hopefully we'll all get to go back oh, to school. I know. Um, gosh. From your lips to God's ears. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> please, Lord, please. Oh, and that's actually, um, I'm glad you brought, I'm glad you brought God up because I had wanted to ask you to, I feel like, and go ahead and continue talking if there's something else, you know, I love the organization stuff, but you know what I meant to ask you earlier? Cause uh, we shared about how you and I have done Bible studies together. I would love to know if there's like a Bible verse that you're either clinging to these days, these crazy days. And now this episode is going to air in June. So I think officially everybody's going to have just gotten out of school and it'll be our summertime and we're all going to yeah. turn runners. Yes, we are. I'm, I'm claiming yes, we are we're claiming it. I'm claiming it. <laughs> but yeah, we may have gotten over that hump of homeschool, but still just on the tail end of it. And so I don't know if there's a verse that you sort of have been clinging to during this time, or if maybe just in your running, I would love to know if you have like a running verse that 
gets you to the finish line <laughs> when things get hard. I feel like that's something that I would love to hear yeah. from you as well. Oh but is there gosh. any other way before we did, was there any other thing? I love the idea of the shoes. What else? How else do you kind of organize and style, whether it's like your home and the setup or the schedule of making it happen? Or how do you tell me more? Well, I think, you know, the one thing for our family is that if I'm organized, you know, it's kind of like sitting on the airplane. When you put the oxygen mask on, you can help someone else. So I know for me, if I'm organized, everyone else can get out the door much faster. So I make sure that I, ha I have like a dedicated drawer to all my running clothes and accessories. We have another drawer for running accessories. And so, you know, and I try to do the same for the kids. So it's kind of like, okay, we're going on our run and they can just, you know, go grab their shorts, grab their socks, which is a big deal, getting the socks and, and their clothes and everything and hats and any little things that they want and we just have them in a certain spot certain baskets and different things it makes it just so much easier to get out the door it also you know shows them that we make running a priority together and so it's like okay when we say we're going to go running they know what to do and where to go and and what drawer and all those things are in and it just makes it less stressful i think another thing too is it's wonderful to go running in the morning. I mean, I think that's like, if you read any running book or you listen to any runner, they're going to say the morning is like their time. And, but I also wanted to want to say that it's so important to be flexible because as much as I love my mornings, I mean, there's nothing more magical than a sunrise run. Just greet the day, have the sun rising above you and be on your run. I mean, honestly, like if you haven't tried it, it's magical, but there are some days where it just doesn't happen. I'm just exhausted. And we've been going to bed a little bit later during this whole quarantine time. And so I would just say, give yourself grace, be flexible. If you can't get out, you know, really early mornings or if the kids then start school and you can't get out, work it into an afternoon PE session or do it sometime before dinner, or maybe even you have an early dinner. And now that our days are, you know, we have more daylight in the evening, you can get it in after dinner too. There's no right time to do it. And we shouldn't beat ourselves up if we don't do it at a certain time. Just have fun and try to get it in. I wanted to share that verse you were talking about. Yes, do that, yeah. do that. And then I okay. have all kinds of things to say from this amazing information that you're giving us. Oh my gosh. I'm just, it's really fun to like, first of all, it's so fun to see you friend. I mean, gosh, I miss you so you much. Know, I don't know what's going to happen, where we will be in the whole quarantine process once this podcast comes out, but I know right now we are still in pretty much lockdown. And so I haven't seen you. So this is a blessing in so many ways. Yes. So nice we're, to see you. We're behind the scenes right before we talk about Jesus. We're going to let you know that we're already <laughs> trying to figure out how to schedule a virtual happy hour because yes. that's important. <laughs> I know. I was like bummed. I'm like, man, you know what? It's Friday evening when we're recording this. I should have had my glass of wine with me. But anyway, yeah. I got the water. Why, how did we not orchestrate that better? Yeah. We should have been, we should have planned better. <laughs> well, next time we will have wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just an excuse well, to do this again. Oh share, yeah. Share with me, share with me what verse is getting you through. Okay. So this verse that I want to share with you not only gets me through tough times with, let's just say specifically with running, I also carry it with me like when I'm running a race or you know, I'm doing a hard workout, but especially when I'm in the middle of a race, because you know, we all know that at some point during the race, things are gonna get hard. 
And that's what makes it so wonderful is that sometimes it's going to get hard and you have to have something to carry with you to get you through those hard points. And one of the, the verse that I really love is Isaiah 40, 31. And it says, but those who trust in the Lord will receive new strength. They will fly as high as eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not grow weary. My face is lighting up right now because that just, I take that with me. If I could, I mean, I, one, I think it would be great to write it down and, and carry it with me, but it would get all sweaty and sticky and gross <laughs> from the, the gels that I have in my pocket. Know, right. We got to get to a laminator. I mean, that's a good, I, know. I think I'm having flashbacks to a magnet that was on my parents' fridge and that was the verse. And I just, it gives me chills every time because it really is, it's honestly, that's running, I would think is a metaphor for life too. And really just trying to get to the next step and those goals and that kind of stuff. And I definitely feel like knowing that God is there through it all. And if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling weary, that is where you go. You can be restored and you can get that new strength. I love that verse. That's such a good I love one it too. And I mean, of course we know we can use it not just for running, but in, in our, in terms of our whole life, but it's sure. just been a really special one for me. But yeah, you know, one of the, one of, one of the wonderful things that uh, has recently happened with running and my kids and being able to share even more with other children is I'm now coaching. So I have an online coaching business where I coach adults through their running journeys and help them accomplish their goals. And I was saying to you, I've been coaching children in person with parents want to get them involved in running and they want to have a coach for them. So that's been so wonderful. And I'm also recently, I'm now going to be coaching at Josh's school or Josh, Megan and Elle's school, the track and cross country team. That's so exciting, Natalie. I, know, I sound so like cool. such a run nerd right now, but you know what? Honestly, like it doesn't feel like that long ago when I was in middle school and sure. I just remember my coaches in high school and my coaches in college and how influential and my coaches now that I have, how influ and you know, they have a lot of influence in my life. And so to be able to give back to the sport and be able to help kids develop their running is like a dream for me. So, and yeah. let me assure you that it is going to be a dream of every kid and every parent to have you as their coach as well. And before I tell you where you can find the lovely Miss Natalie on all of the platforms, I do just want to say, if you guys have been listening, you know that I love the threes. And as you are giving all of this incredible advice that I'm just totally absorbing, and I'm, I'm sort of visualizing how this is going to work out now that I'm going to get out with my kids and we're going to attempt this running thing. I wanted to I wanted to frame it with the three E's. And I was just thinking, so if you guys don't know, and you can listen back to episode one, which is all about the three E's philosophy that I started when I was inspired by the kindergartners that I was teaching years ago. And it's kind of just a three-step strategy, almost like a beginning, middle, and end. And I couldn't help but think, oh my goodness, I've never thought to apply the three E's to running before. But as you were telling all those cool things, I was thinking, okay, so beginning the essentials would be like, make sure you've got your running shoes. You got the good bra, you're hydrating, you're stretching. Everybody's going to the bathroom. Okay. I'm thinking about that. And then the enhancement to that is the energy you're going to bring of positivity and excitement and fun and also 
simultaneously managing those expectations, right? Because if they do want to slow down, if they do want to stop, if, if you do, listen, I'm going to get real, real. Every time you kept saying, and you know, kids need to slow down and walk. And if your kids need a little motivational word, I was, I was thinking they are going to be parenting me. Let's get really real. They're going to want to go. And I'm going to be like, Hey guys, Hey, can you you just hang on? They're going to be like, mom, look at this gorgeous sunrise and be like, I, that's right. Can we just, (laughs) you are so right. And you know what? That's, that is such a good point, but it can be a breakthrough experience for the whole family because I believe that. You know, I mean, there's a lot of parents out there that don't run, you yeah. know, and maybe they have the desire to do it and they're going to be doing it right alongside with their kids. They're going to be tired too. And they're going to want to walk too. And maybe sometimes the kids are going to keep, want to keep going and they need to walk and that mm-hmm. is okay. Whatever works for your family and that you have that, just that, just having that time together I know for us, it's just become this thing where, especially like on the runs where I just go with my son, Josh, I mean, he's 13 now and he can just go on a run with me. And that is our time to bond. I mean, that's for him to really tell me really what's happening at school and really what's happening with his friends and really how is he dealing with the math or whatever it is. There's nobody to interrupt. There's no little sisters to like say, oh, mommy, I need this there's no phone. There's just, he and I just bonding. And that is the greatest gift. And if you don't get anything else from that, but to have that special time with your kids or your child, it's so worth it. I love, love that you just said that because that was truly what my third E, the extras was going to be, is that, yeah, you might start out with this idea of we need to get fit and healthy and whatever, but I almost feel like in this case, the extra, which I kind of say is like that final, take it to the next level. So in organizing, it's where you're putting in all of those bins that really are simplifying and helping your life and making it look beautiful. I think that the extra in running for me, and it sounds like for you is really getting that special time with your family. And even if it's special time for you solo, yes, you can run with your family, but also if, you know, mama needs to get out there and have a break and be listening to a good podcast in her earbuds or have some awesome music or even just have quiet and listen to nothing after listening to so much. I really feel like that is kind of the ending. And and I would think to go a step further too with the extras, that final part is just, being able to then, you know, share that even after the run is really share that with the kiddos and just talk about how that was and then get excited for the next day. And you said something else too, which was that you talked about, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to run anybody into the ground because then they're not going to want to try it again. This is something that I talk a lot about organizing because so often people feel like they need to Marie Kondo their whole entire house. I'm a huge fan of hers, by the way. Oh, me too. They just, you know, kind of bite off a little more than they can chew and then they get overwhelmed and stressed out and they're like, meh, I'm not getting organized. I'm over it. I'm done. Instead, just doing it a little bit at a time, having realistic expectations, being flexible. You talked about being flexible, whether the timing that you're running or in my case, feeling like I got... (laughs) I was going to say multiple personalities, <laughs> meaning my children, but I sort yeah. of feel like I have multiple personalities. Oh, right now, I hear ego. you. <laughs> oh my gosh. And oh, Paige, can I just say this too? Because I know we've talked a lot about 
how to get your kids out there running with you. But let me just also say really quickly that sometimes you just want that time for you. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, as beautiful it is, is to run with your kids. And those are all wonderful things. But sometimes you just need to have the run just for you. And believe me, sometimes, especially during this crazy time, with COVID-19, I've just been like dying to get out the door. I yeah. put in my headphones. I listen to a podcast I've been wanting to listen to, or sometimes I just zone out to music, or some, sometimes I don't listen to anything at all. And I come back a better mom, a better person, a better wife. So, you know, I know there are moms out there listening and they're like, well, maybe it doesn't always have to be all about doing it with their kids. Do it with your kids, but feel free to go on those solo runs. Maybe you do solo runs 90% of the time and kid runs 10% or whatever it is, but take time. I mean, I think us having self-care and just taking the time to take care of ourselves, whether it's finding a bottle of color out of the box because we can't get to the salon Mm -hmm. or going on a run, you know, or taking a bubble bath just alone is so important for us mamas to get through this time. I could not agree more. And I think that that is the perfect place to end with some love for the mamas out there. I do want to wrap this up because I got to get outside and go for a sunset run tonight. I think I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, but I'm going to make sure that I do some stretching beforehand. Yeah. You guys, I wish you could see her right now. I'm looking at her on zoom and she's freaking out. That's how excited I am. I'm totally motivated. And listen, if you loved this episode and you want to connect with Natalie, please check her out on all of her amazing platforms. Like I talked about, she is at Nat runs far on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If you go to her website, it's natrunsfar.com. And if you want her to be your kid's coach, if you want her to be your running coach, if you want to follow along on her journey and cheer her on, as certainly she's going to be doing some qualifying very soon, please do that. Reach out to her. And also guys, I have been so lit up by this whole episode and just share it with other people because I really do think that this is going to resonate with a lot of people, no matter homeschooling or summertime. I think this is going to be an episode that we go back to and remember to just keep staying physically active and all the benefits that's going to have for us. And Natalie, I love you. Thank you for being here with me today. Oh, Paige, I love you too. I'm so thankful for our beautiful friendship. It really means a lot that you asked me to come on today. And I hope that, you know, I hope it helps a mom out there who's pulling her hair out a little bit to know that she's A, not alone, and B, Mm -hmm. go for a run, girlfriend. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, I just got chills. I just got chills. I'm so excited. All right. Thank you so much, Natalie, again. I appreciate you. And everybody, I cannot wait to chat with you on our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. And normally I say happy organizing, but today I'm going to say happy running. Happy running. Thank you, Paige. (laughs) Natalie, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.